This is the Daily Ghost Podcast. Listeners and welcome to the Daily Ghost Podcast. As always, I am your host, Patrick Michael. And of course, guys, we got it. We're here. We got another one. And that means we got another creepy tale for you. We got some entertainment. Something to make you you know, look at look at things outside of your peripheral in a different way. Maybe you have a cat that's super sneaky. And you can assume that that's, that's the situation. You know, instead of it being a, a phantom spirit. It's just the cat. No reason to be afraid. But either way, we certainly have a creepy tale here for you. And I'm excited about this one because it takes place historically. Okay? Obviously a, a, a creepy tale just the same. But it is a historical case instead of being like, oh, this happened two weeks ago. Right? This, this happened a hundred years ago. How about that? And we're here to do what we do best with the Daily Ghost, and that is give you creepy tales. If you'd like to get exclusive content, go to patreon.com slash podculture. I mean, we're blowing up over there on Patreon, guys. We've got a lot of new subscribers. It's an amazing thing. Uh, $3 gets you early access to things like this and so much more. Um, there's different tiers. You get all kinds of different... Uh, entertainment over there and you just ultimately will help support the show even if you're not there for the actual content supporting on patreon supports the show as a whole so that is huge uh, you could also donate directly at paypal.me slash chewed that's paypal.me slash chewed and uh, you know just help support the show the show that you love the show that you listen to and uh, all good things uh, it's, it's highly appreciated we'll say that and don't forget, guys, you can be a part of this show. All you have to do is read a creepy story, send it in to the to that daily ghost at gmail.com, and I'll do all the editing, and we'll post it out there, and it, it'll just be a fun thing. So let's get into this without further ado. Turn the lights down, and let's get strange with another Daily Ghost Podcast right now. Today's creepypasta story comes from Hillbilly Creeper. It's simply called When It Breeds Part 1. It has 194 views. It's rated 4.14 by 7 users with one comment. When It Breeds Part 1 by Hillbilly Creeper. Journal entry, June 5th, 1919. The story I'm about to tell you is far from fiction. Hell, it's hard to believe it myself if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. It all began normal, just like any other day. It was a perfect summer, and I was out on my evening stroll. 
I would go to the park, just like any other day. You could call it my daily routine, just like any other routine. As I was wandering through the park minding my own business, I heard a woman scream. So without hesitation, I ran to see what happened. About the time I got to the source of the scream, it was too late. There, before my eyes, laid a fair maiden, brutally murdered in cold blood. She laid there with her mouth gaped open and her eyes rolled in the back of her head. Her chest was ripped open with blood and intestines everywhere. Who would do this? I had thought to myself. Who would commit such a brutal act in broad daylight? Thoughts were running through my head trying to process what I had seen. That concentration was broken when I heard a noise coming from the bushes nearby. I thought nothing of it, at first. My only thoughts were to get to the nearest police call box and contact the authorities of a brutal murder that had occurred. As I made it to the police call box and managed to get a hold of the authorities, I told them what had happened and what I had seen. They immediately made it to the park shortly after I had given my statement. The police officer that was writing things down was a portly fellow with a handlebar mustache and appeared to be slightly unkempt. And next to him was the detective who appeared well-mannered and more kept than his police partner beside him. I give them anything and everything that I can think of and tell them that I heard rustling in the bushes next to the body and thought it was just an animal. But they wrote that down and thanked me for my statement. Then they told me to go home, get some rest, and if they had more questions, they would follow up. As I got home, I collapsed into my chair trying to get the thoughts of the brutally murdered woman out of my mind, thinking who or what could do such a thing to a person. And that's when I heard another scream coming from my neighbor's house. And that's when I jumped to my feet. I ran outside and over to my neighbors who were just a foot away from me. As I got into their yard, ran to the front door, I immediately started banging on the door trying to get someone to answer. And that's when I heard another scream. It came from inside the house. So I ran the door down with my shoulder. When I finally got in, I looked around the house, found my neighbor, and that's when I found his body in his study, ripped open just like the woman in the park, mutilated beyond belief. His body laid back in the chair with his blood and intestines littering the floor. His lifeless eyes stared at the ceiling with a permanent look of fear on his face. I, I couldn't believe what was happening. Two bodies in one day? There's such... This just had to be a nightmare, and I would wake up from it at any moment. But sadly, it wasn't. It was my mind breaking reality. Before I was about to break down, my mind and wits had came back to me. I quickly ran to the phone out in the sitting room and immediately called the authorities. As quickly as I called them, they had arrived. But this time, instead of taking my statement right there, they asked me to come to the station. I went from being a witness to a suspect in two brutal murders. So as I sat there in the interrogation room waiting for something to happen, an officer came in and told me I was free to go. I asked him what had happened and why I was being discharged, 
and he gave me an answer to my question. Well, sir, we got another call from someone saying someone else has been murdered, so it couldn't have been you. We're letting you go, but we'll still be sending the police to watch you at your home. I let out a breath of relief, knowing that I was innocent of all charges, but I'm still wondering who or what was causing these killings. So as I got home that evening, I didn't rest at all. I stayed up all night figuring out who or what's causing these murders. The next morning, I went on an investigation to gather clues. I went hours nonstop trying to gather information, clues and witnesses to every investigation. And so far, the murders that happened in my town were not the only ones I found out. Apparently the same chilling style went further back before I was even born. I thought to myself, this couldn't be the same person. If it was, they must be over hundreds of thousands of years old. But I digress a little. There's no way someone or something that old is still alive. Or could it? Well, I'm gonna stop writing here. It's still research. I think I'm getting close to solving these murders. But this is where I'll sign off for now. Until my next journal entry. Farewell for now. This has been a Daily Ghost Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you've enjoyed every episode. And if you want to continue to hear more, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Daily Ghost Pod. That's Daily Ghost P-O-D. And you can also support the show by simply visiting patreon.com slash podculture. That's patreon.com slash P-O-D-C-U-L-T-U-R-E. Help this thing grow. Help it become as creepy as we'd want. Thanks again for listening to the Daily Ghost Podcast. Until next time, my pretties.